Wahoo. <coughs> oh, Jesus, okay. <clears throat> a Wahoo, everybody out there in music video land. And welcome to another episode of This Week in Music Videos, a music video land podcast brought to you by your super good friends at imbdb.com, the internet music video database. This is a podcast where we talk about music videos. Um, and with me, as usual, from his very porous apartment in <laughs> Manhattan, New York. Uh, is Mr. Doug Klinger, uh, who works for uh, the, the website he started, Vimeo.net. Uh, how are you, Doug? Doing super good, Adam. My heart in Igloo. Man, out of all the... So is that from the Iggy Zalea song? No, it's for the Schoolboy Q song. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to choose one of the, the many uh, lines that I can't tell are really good or really bad from that song. <laughs> Uh, no, I went, I went with the... Wait, which one? From the Iggy song? From the Iggy... Yeah, from the song Team. I spent a lot of time today on Rap Genius trying to figure out if if this was good or bad. Um, I'm gonna. I'm leading to bad. Okay, well, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, okay. Mr. Adam Alexander is not here because his com- computer is blew up or something, so... Yeah, you can follow his computer, <laughs> his computer issues if you find him on Instagram. Oh. He's, he's a champagne poppy on Instagram. No, he's at, he's at Adam <laughs> Alexander, I think, um, on Instagram. Yeah, he just like, tweeted a picture of his computer monitor, and it's, like, updating 18%. And he's like, it's been like this for hours. And there's a reflection of him, like, flicking off, flicking off the computer in there, which is a nice touch. But it's – but honestly, like, it says Microsoft. Like, he's, he's really – he's, you know, he's, he's the world he lives in. He's taking taking his life into his own hands. I yeah. – I, you know, I'm in my day, you know, my regular job, I am a web developer and I deal with Microsoft computers from time to time. And every single time that I need to do anything, uh, you know, check something on Internet Explorer or something, it, it, there's always some sort of update. And they don't give you any choice. They're like, oh, well, here comes the update. And it just does whatever it feels like. Like, oh, you had something to do? Not anymore. That's right. It's like, well, in the, in the immortal world, words of Pope Michael, uh, you never know when Windows wants to do an update. <laughs> Those are immortal, war, immortal words. I uh, actually watched Pope Michael some some of Pope Michael this week. Really? Uh, well, well, for, did for, you see those views? For people who are not uh, familiar, this is a documentary that I made maybe five or so years ago that Doug came to do some sound for. Um, and I, I did you watch it on YouTube or Vimeo? Uh, Vimeo, of course. Um, I, I think on YouTube it's got maybe like twenty five thousand views. Uh, oh wow! Really? I think so. I have no idea. I'm not sure. Let's see. YouTube, Pope, Michael, and it has like a, it has like a terrible star rating because everybody hates Pope Michael. <laughs> um, let's see here. You'd think I'd be a little faster with this, but who needs? Uh, Thirty-four thousand one hundred. Well, look at you. Views. Yeah, and this was this is the the shorter cut after. Well, we don't. I want to talk about why I, there's a shorter cut. But. I'm uh, I'm actually going to be going back to. Uh, Kansas pretty soon. As oh, a, oh yeah, as for a, what? As a ju- I'm going to be a judge in the Tallgrass Film Festival, and uh, I'm on the jury um, for their stubbornly independent award, mm-hmm. and uh, going to Kansas for that. So I'm stoked about it. Very nice. Uh, when are you? And when are you going to Kansas? In in October. Nice. In October. A- uh, Andrea has uh, Andrea Allen, who's been on this podcast. She's been she's been a big fan of the Tallgrass Film Festival for a while, and. She got me interested, and you know, 
and one thing, injury, one thing, well, one thing led to another. Andrea is from Kansas, if I'm not mistaken. Right, and I think it's in Wichita, which is where she's from. But it's a it's a nice, nicely sized fest. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. And uh, for any of those people wondering, Pope Michael lives in uh, Delia, Kansas, which 20, is huge, also huge, also twenty minutes outside of Wichita. I'm sorry, I'm from t- from Topeka, uh, Wichita is further down the road, and on Vimeo it has uh, the one get the one road in Kansas. <laughs> that's right, further down the one road. Uh, if you ask people for directions in Kansas, they'll just say they'll just point you on the direction. Yeah, right. if it's down or up the road. <laughs> and on Vimeo, it remember has, you got that? Oh, how many views on Vimeo? It's important. Well, because well, you made a little bit of a snide remark there about my about the views, so I just want to. It it's six thousand six hundred and nine. So wait, what's who was snide? You were like, uh, did you see the views? As in, if I, I as I'm ch- to insinuate that I'm checking a very low number on a day. Oh, that's no, that wasn't the indication. I'm sorry. I was just curious if you saw it because we watched it. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I get I get I get a certified letter every time somebody. Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, that's how. Yeah. Yeah, white glove treatment. We we you know absolutely. I, I, I put that guys. I put that flag on your video, the white glove <laughs> flag. So for every view, you get a handwritten letter. Uh, uh, <laughs> so uh, so let's talk about. There's been some weird, uh, not weird stuff, but you know, sometimes music videos get nominated for stuff, and, and that happened this week. Yeah, we like to talk about the nominations sometimes because it's interesting. All the award shows are so different in what they, they nominate. And, you know, the Grammys has one one category and sometimes, like, the, you know, they get the VMAs that have many categories. But uh, one award that is currently, it's a, I would say it's a unique award um, because it's both all, all online and all voting is the Webbies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doug, you've heard of the, you. You are aware of the Webbies. They've been around for a while, but they're they're, yeah. they're relatively, relatively famous now because they I don't think just... there are some. I think there are some Webby awards that I walk by every day. Ooh, for for, uh, for Vimeo. <clears throat> yeah, Vimeo has received a few, and they're just kind of like out. Nice. So. Maybe in the podcast show notes, I'll include a picture of me holding a Webby. <laughs> that would be sweet if you yeah, if you could if you could uh, do that. Yeah, um, maybe we'll we'll use it as the cover of the podcast. <laughs> so this uh, Webby Awards has a category for music videos, which I actually did not know they had, um, because there, there there are tons of different categories for Webbies, right? There there, there are, um, and they're all yeah, they're all over the map. Right. Websites and people and. Um, Instagram accounts and and video content and all sorts of stuff. So this year, uh, our nominees for uh, online film video subcategory music video is in the we- they don't have the directors on here. So let me see if I can get all the directors here. I will not be able to get all of them, but no, um, they most. Did, well, they actually put the production company on there, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, so it says Legs Media. Uh, the weekend in the night, and that of course is a brother because that video was on our top ten of the year. Um, London Alley Entertainment, Kendrick Lamar, All Right, directed by Colin Tilly, which was also on our top ten. Um, the Uprising Creative, uh, creative's video for Rihanna, American Oxygen, and there's three directors that are, it. I'm sure there's some, some sort of uh, logic to it, but they are they sometimes share director credit, sometimes kind of they're kind of spread out so mm-hmm. um it would be you know darren craig and uh let's see here let's see who is actually Jeff. yeah let's see who actually they officially 
okay, they got them all here, including Rihanna. So Jonathan Craven, Jeff Nicholas, and Darren Craig, who are alternatively sometimes all credited as director and sometimes play different roles. And then uh, Rihanna, who seems, and they, to, yeah, seems to be credited, co-credited a lot. In her yeah, movies. a lot. And the Uprising is also nominated for website, for Beyonce's website. Oh, that's right. Nice. So they did. They made Beyonce's website, and they were nominated for it. So um, they do it all. They do it all. Uh, and then we have uh, World Virtue Worldwide Creative Services for the YouTube Music Awards. FK Twigs Glass of Patron, and and that was the video that was made specifically for the uh, the YouTube Awards. And self directed, correct? Uh, I think so. That, yeah, I think that was the one. Let's let's do a little double check. And yes, it was directed by FK Twigs. Um, that's interesting. I haven't really seen a, a YouTube music. These are the the series of music videos that were commissioned specifically by the YouTube Music Awards. So yeah, and I think the reason we they're noting that is because this is the Webbies, <laughs> and so you know technically it's just FK Twigs, Glass and Patron. Did you go, did you skip save that money or did you No 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 we're getting oh, there. Okay. Um, I'm actually trying to to find uh, the director. The well okay trying to find little Dicky. Okay here he is. Um and, so the next we have uh, save dat money by little Dicky featuring Fetty Wap and Rich Homie Kwan. And uh, that is directed by Tony Yes Yesenda. Mm-hmm. Um and Doug, I could tell by the enthusiasm in your voice that you're a huge little Dickie fan, and this is the yeah. one you want to win. Right, I, I'm pulling for this one. Is this the video though that where they go around and and in a rich neighborhood and ask people to shoot the, the video in their house? I think it is. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it is. It's it's a it's a good <laughs> video. No, it is not a good video. <laughs> Fuck little Dickie. Uh, that is like that. That music video is called "White Privilege." The music video. Oh, and there's also the view honorees. If you see that, there are. Um, it looks like nine additional videos that were recognized but can't win. Mm-hmm. So right. that's fun. Yeah. So this is an interesting thing because they vote. Um, there are not a lot of music video awards that uh, get uh, votes. Um, although you know a lot of. Um, Although there's like a, a people's choice kind of thing uh, at the MTV VMAs, I believe, but uh, but mm-hmm. it never really seemed like it worked that well to me, or it was really never clear that it was actually a real thing, or if the button the button did anything. It's like the buttons and the clothes, the door buttons and elevators. Uh, it's, like, <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, if I vote for this on MTV's site, like is it gonna really do anything, or is it just making me feel good? Or like the buttons on the poles that like don't walk walk buttons. Right, exactly. Yeah, those. I don't think those do anything. But for the Webbies, I know the the, the voting is completely <laughs> completely legit. Um, so you know, I think that. How do you know? How do you know that? Just. You just trust well, the, the Webbies. Webbies. The, the Webbies, they're they're run by people who are of the internet, and I know they yeah. wouldn't go ahead and just not and just not do something. Could you imagine if the fucking Webbies is the Webbies though, like the Academy Awards, where like every year the Webbies gets a Webby? 
And it's like, and best Webby goes to the Webbies or like something. Like they just like figure out figure out how to do it. Is that is that what they is that what they do at the, the yeah the Academy Award the Academy Awards like every year like best like best live production or something always ends up going to the Academy Awards like the Grammys and the Oscar um, and the you know all these other you know the Tonys and stuff are all always nominated, but like the Emmys always win it. Wow. Uh, I, I, I didn't even, t- I didn't even know that was a thing, but there we go. Um, so the one interesting thing about this is that I feel like at the end of every year, there's kind of a video that kind of, for lack of a better term, captures the zeitgeist of the whole year and everybody kind of looks around and says, yeah, this is, this is like what we're super into right now. And this represents the feeling of the entire year and, and the themes of it. And I, I feel like for that. Kendrick Lamar's All Right was the video that did that for everybody, and that's why it ended up on the top of so many, you know, really high-profile music video lists. Um, so it's interesting seeing it again. Um, when the In the Night came out last year, um, when we put it on our list, uh, when we put it on our list, it hadn't even been released. So that, I mean, it's only a few months old, so that feels right. Um, and then the other two ones are, are, are relatively older music videos, so it is a really interesting slate um, there are some in the honorees that I don't even recognize, although there are definitely some that I do, like Stone Milk or the Bjork video. Um, but it's it's uh, it's interesting that most of these videos are, are from last year and, and and occasionally well into last year. Kendrick Lamar's mm-hmm. All Right video is is I think it's is it a year old or is it more than a year old? Uh, let's see here. It's, uh, I mean, it's about nine months old or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's like we were talking about last week, there, there hasn't been a ton of really super exciting things going on in music videos in the last few months. And that's definitely reflective of, of that. Is this um, the 20th Webbies? Yeah, they were started in 1996. This is 20 years. It's pretty incredible. What? Yeah, they're, they're, they're an old, old category. Old, uh, old, old thing. 20? That's f- and they only got one hundred and forty thousand Facebook likes. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty years, that's it. You guys ain't shit. That's right. Yeah. How many? How many likes does uh, Vimeo have? Two million. Nice. Who gets? I, con- I, I actually don't know how many. Who gets to control the Vimeo Facebook account? Can anybody? Is there like a, a computer terminal in the middle of the office that has access to that that anybody can? One post? point one point seven million. Uh, no, we have uh, team. Yeah, you gotta have a team around that. Um, yeah, whole team, four hundred people. <laughs> just a whole, it's a whole floor of the IAC building. Yeah, whole floor of the IAC building is just the just, and that's just for the Facebook account. Like each, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you gotta have a, whole, a separate team for the for the Twitter right. account. Um, it's a different. It's a different niche. So there we go. The Webbies are coming up. Check those out. Go ahead and out and vote, uh, Doug. I'm gonna ask you, put you on the spot here. If you had to choose a winner in here. What's what's your pick? I mean, yeah, in, in the in, night. In the night, yeah. Um, same same for you. It's pretty close for me between in the night and uh, and and all right. Which um, one did we uh, in the night or all right? We ranked higher at the end of the year. We right? did, I believe. In the night was number ten. Yeah, you're right. It was. Uh, I I really like all right, um, and. 
I just think now, and now that I've seen it um, a, a few times, I I um, I feel like it takes too long to start now. But yeah, that, you know, it, that's it, just because I wanted to get going. It also uh, ends really weird, kind of abruptly. Yeah, it doesn't really kind of resolve itself, and I think those are two. It's it's interesting that there it's received so much praise, and I think it's a testament to how strong the concept is that those kind of two relatively weak execution points can be overlooked. But it does take a long ass time to get started. Yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a really tough one. I I have to say, all right, is it would be edged out a little bit. Although I think in the night is still a fantastic video. That's fine. I actually am okay with any of these except for a little Dicky winning, and I think I'm pretty confidently that will. That'll happen. So are you are this, you just against the concept of saving money? Is that is that like your is that your main complaint? Yeah, hmm. spend it when you got it. If you're flush, you're flush. <laughs> you know. Well, we, we know it's weird that uh, I'm just noticing this now. Is that the first video in the night? The screen cap has some dollars floating down, some cash. What? And, and then the last one, Lil Dicky does as well. But the the, the messages are are very different. Yeah, way different. Way different. I'm still trying to figure out what the message is of save save that money. Um, um, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll get there. Uh, so those are so those some of those videos are nine months old, <laughs> yeah. uh, um, and some of them are newer. But should we talk about some of the newest videos in the whole, in the entire world right now? We should. And um, you know, you mentioned that uh, that segue and. My segue that I had in my head was there are also some things that I can't figure out the meaning of, um, and <laughs> some of those are in our watch list this week. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> take your pick. Uh, uh, comment below, listeners, with your <laughs> with which segue you prefer. Uh, which which video do you, which video makes you feel that way the most? I think Team by Iggy Azalea has me confused the most. Okay. Well, so let's try to dig into some of that confusion. Okay. Uh, um, team by Iggy Azalea, a music video that features a 45-second scene of Iggy Azalea going through airport security. <laughs> I'm so glad that you mentioned that first because that really that – re- that confused me the most. <laughs> like why did they cho- – like I get – oh, she's at an airport. I get it. Like, oh, that. But like why are you spending time <laughs> – going through airport security like literally the most mundane activity on the planet yeah it's not like a little cut in it is as you mentioned about 45 seconds but it's it has to be like a very stylized kind of sexy airport security too yeah like it's the it's the only time it's like your civil rights are might be being violated but (laughs) damn you look sexy while it's happening like what it's such a weird weird and like also correct me if i'm wrong but weren't all the like uh, um, like TSA agent, sexy, sexy too. Oh or yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. This was not like a, a realistic TSA scenario at all. This was. Oh, she didn't take her fucking shoes off. Absolutely not. Well, she well she was in. The, it, at first, when I first saw that scene, like it starts with her walking up to. You know, I had at the airport. There's like the 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 winding Disney World style line for the peons, and mm-hmm. then there's the line if you get the. I don't know some sort of fast pass thing. I don't know. What yeah, but don't, but if you get the fast pass line, you don't go into the whole body scanner zone, right? Don't you then just go to the metal detector? 
Isn't that part a good of the question? Yeah, isn't that part of the Iggy lifestyle? And then also she goes on a private plane, like which also doesn't have security. I didn't think like that's the whole reason to go on private planes is so you can smuggle your drugs or I've, spray paint it. Is is that true? I did. I thought maybe they had to go through some sort of medical de- metal detector, but. Or, no, maybe maybe they don't. I really honestly don't. No, I literally have no idea. <laughs> let's let's get somebody on the phone who's flown on a <laughs> private plane before. Let's, somebody get, give me Kanye. Uh, well, oh, I was gonna say that Drake has a bigger plane than Kanye, but it's pool. Um, he has a bigger pool than Kanye. So the and another thing. Well, first of all, I think the people in the fast check lane don't. They don't have to remove their. Sh- they don't have to remove their shoes. First of all. Yeah, which, which if that if that's what this is, right? If that if she's in the fast check lane, they show a shot of her shoes, and the point of that the point of that is Iggy's Iggy's so fucking badass that she's in the fast people line in airport security because look, she doesn't take her shoes off. Here's a shot of her shoes to prove it. Like I know they're also probably fancy ass designer shoes, and that's part of the point too. But like me, who's got no idea that. Who, what shoes are what shoes unless they're like a pair of sneakers like i'm just like oh shit you can even take your shoes off uh because they, they there's a shot of her shoes at during airport security and like what the 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 two things i think about the most during airport security one is that it, this is just however long this this portion of this takes is just is is I'm not living my life at all during this time. Like I am not alive. This is just 45 minutes that basically is blank life. However long airport security takes. So that's one thing I think about. The other thing I think about is I have to take my shoes off and step on the airport ground. Um, just like the grossest part of the airport because where everybody else is taking their shoes off, uh, and Iggy didn't have to. So somebody might have known what shoes those were, but me. I'm just thinking about the airport security element. She's in, I mean, she's in the rarefied class along with my dad and uncle. <laughs> who, because it's not like you don't have Who to also take, wear those shoes? Yeah, well, they have the, they have those shoes and they also have the fast pack. Because it, it's not something that you, like, have to be, nobody's, like, evaluating you for how cool you are. It's just, you have to just pay for it. Um, and they just do like a little background check on you. It's not anything. Yeah, right. Um, but also, she she seems to be uh, unnecessarily rude to the person who is checking her boarding pass. Again, something that I don't believe. I don't think you have boarding passes for private planes. Uh, I think it's not like a plane for like that holds like six people. It's a private plane that like, people are printing out boarding passes for. So really yeah. none of this makes any sense. No, so, I'm having, a, I'm having a lot of trouble f- figuring out a lot of this music video. Yeah. Well, the, what I've been reading about this, you know, I read the comments for this video and people seem to believe that this is some sort of allegory for Iggy coming back after her, her bit of a hiatus. I mean, she hasn't released any new music in over a year. Um, she was an artist that had, a ton of success uh, with obviously with Fancy, which was an incredibly huge. Uh, now I guess a year and a half old or more, uh, which was a number one hit. Um, and off of her first record, she was featured on many songs that were also extremely successful. She had other hit songs, and she took a ton of flack for it. I mean, there was a kind of like a everybody take down Iggy uh, period, and I think you know understandably it hit her heart. She's only 25 years old. Uh, so 
you know, this video is as confusing as it is, I think can loosely be read as some sort of, you know, metaphor for her, what she's gone through. And when I say loosely, I, I mean that very loosely because the yeah. first like the first like 40 50 seconds of this video is her her driving just driving in a car mm-hmm. while, while people all dressed in white are like running in no particular direction mm-hmm. then it's the aforementioned scene in the in the airport security and then it's her and a bunch of people spray painting a plane private jet Private jet with the name of her album, and then this is the most confusing part to me. So then the car that was driven by Iggy comes into the airplane hangar where Iggy also is, kind of a mm-hmm. back to the future kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then cops are following her, mm-hmm. I guess ostensibly because she was speeding, and they're trying to get her. Is money. that what you read? Is that what it was? Just she's speeding. I mean, they're after her, for, but then but then the cops get out and they force. The Iggy Azalea that had previously been spray painting the plane, they forced her onto the plane, which is not a thing that cops do. They're not like get on your private. And so plane. you're reading this as there are two Iggy Azaleas. I think well, there are multiple Iggy Azaleas in this, but her, their faces are distorted. I read it as one Iggy Azalea. I don't know. Maybe there are two. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That makes sense because the lyrics are my team is the point of the song is that her team is herself. Like, her team is her. Right, but they don't, like, get... She, the Gizalia from the car doesn't get to the airplane and they, like, you know, shake hands and stare at the camera. Oh, they, no, no, but the, the idea that there are multiple <laughs> Gizalias... Because, like, you know, um, it can feel in a, in a music video that is both narrative and performance that there are multiple versions of the artist because there's, like, the artist in one set of clothes doing the narrative part, and then sometimes there's performance portions and they're, like styled completely differently and they're in a different location and it doesn't have anything to do with the narrative and there are music videos that exist that way and and it doesn't make sense you know like it, like you know you don't it's not t- uh, two rather it, it you don't like question that this is two of them or not so I guess I didn't really by the time this video was revealing to me that there are multiple Iggy's um, or that it, it, that connection was being made in my head because the VFX stuff uh, felt to me very, like, pasted on. It didn't feel very integral to the narrative. I was too busy thinking about airport security um, to, like, yeah. you know. Um, it's, it's hard sometimes in music videos to know, like, if, if what you're looking at, you know, if this airplane spray paint stuff is actually part of this narrative that you're meant to follow or – is this just performance and and what they're doing for the performance element of this video? It's hard to it's hard to decipher in music videos um, that try to do both. Um, what's important and what isn't? And so, uh, well, I think it's communicated. I think, pretty- I, I think they had trouble connecting that in this video. Well, the spray painting thing doesn't come out of totally out of left field in this video because when she gets her bag checked. Oh, it's full of spray paint. So she she is getting on a private plane, which doesn't, we guess, doesn't make you go through a metal detector uh, or TSA and does not have boarding passes, I am assuming, and is is packed not to fly on this flight, but to destroy this plane. Because I'm pretty sure you, 
you can't fly a plane that has spray paint all over it. I mean, maybe you can, but I mean, they, I, I, that's got to affect something. Um, so they, they're destroying this plane that's going to have to be fixed. But then, but it's interesting because when this car comes in, I think, and yeah, in, in normal music video language, those things are two separate events and, mm-hmm. and you just, you just don't even think about it because that's what happens. But this, when they come together, to me, that's like if the, you know, uh, hip hop Taylor Swift and the ballerina Taylor Swift walked into the same room and shit. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Uh, that was so weird. Like yeah. I was like thinking about that happening. Like that would be kind of a mind fuck if it was done <laughs> correctly. Like if just suddenly at the end of uh, shake it off. Like there's a shot of just eleven different Taylor Swifters, or or if it's a, more sudden than that, right. it's just dancing, and then one kind of just like stumbles in. <laughs> It'd be funny if it like if that happened and it like broke from the song, and then just like <laughs> a, like a like weird like hissing like beeping sound just starts and they just kind of like stare at each other slowly moving into each <laughs> other's faces and then the one the one Taylor Swift slowly backs back out of the room closes the door and then video just picks back up again right back, right back to what it was no Taylor Swift's ever crossed paths again uh, and it's just like one moment that breaks it out uh, and it's just like oh my god that was such a weird man I, I'm gonna dream tonight that that really is the case and I'm gonna like shake it off even more. Um. <laughs> I that's a, that's a very vivid reimagining of you know, <laughs> shake it off. It's, it's so good. Let's make that. <clears throat> yeah, I think we should pour all our resources into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and so a lot of people in the comments had, were sort of speculating, like, oh, this is uh, different things represent different uh, Iggy Azalea haters. Um, oh, so going through the uh, the TSA is like going through the machinations of the the press that hates her, and you know just having to go through this, go through the motions, kind of. Um, mm-hmm. You don't want to be there, but you got to go through and, and and give your person the ticket and, and whatever. Yeah, um, and then you know people she's trying to get away from this crowd of people, which isn't communicated very clearly in the beginning. So I, I that that's a, seems a little bit of a of a stretch to me. I mean, maybe that's what they were trying to go, go for, but I don't think really think that's communicated. Uh, I mean, did you, did you get that at all from this? No, I didn't even really was like, I miss, I miss a lot here. Mm -hmm. I feel like I, I I had trouble connecting stuff and, and, and making, and making much sense of like what the point of it, of what I was looking at was. And not that I doubted that there was one. I just, didn't really make the connection. Maybe I don't know enough about Iggy Azalea um, or something, but uh, I know I, I struggled to to find meaning in, in the stuff for sure. Well, you too focused on the TSA stuff. I, I was I was locked in on that TSA stuff. Maybe that's a problem. And I, and I also only watched the video once, <laughs> to be fair. And so, you know, and I was. It stuck with me. The TSA shit, the fact that they spent so much of the video – just having Yankee Azalea going through TSA um, is is a surprising choice. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, I kept watching it. Mm. I, it. It didn't drive me all the way away, but it was peculiar. And um, it was weird enough to catch your attention. Yeah. Uh, especially, I love their, their stylized 
version of what that machine is because we've all we've all gone through this machine, which is the idea of a stylized TSA is just <laughs> for no reason is just. I, I can imagine Iggy Azalea like sitting in a production meeting and being like, "Okay, like I want to do, I want to have a TSA scene, but also I want it to be cool. So I want purple lights." And then what? Like, like so, come to me with a cool TSA place. <laughs> I have an idea of it, but just flesh it out for me. <laughs> and then on the t- on the screen, you know, which shows, you know, when you go through that machine, it shows like some sort of representation of your body. And in this one, it's just like a black background with like a nude silver silver surfer looking. <laughs> but just it. like it just it's insane. <laughs> what? Like it was sexy, like everything, like like let's just take TSA and make it cool and sexy in every way we could, from the people checking the bags to the scanner on the thing, and then also like maybe make the TSA agent like go go like, go up to Iggy a little bit too, like think about that, like don't you ever think about that? No. Well, uh, I, I I can't tell if like you were in the TSA, like if. You would like this or not? Because on one hand, it makes the TSA look cool. On the other hand, the person checks a bag full of fourteen aerosol cans and is like, "Okay." And then it's like, "Yep, this is what you're allowed. This is the this is the appropriate number of aerosol cans that we allow." Which I I don't think I I haven't tried it, but somebody should try that going through a TSA with a bag. Well, you can't bring liquid. Like you can't bring. That's, you can't oh, that's bring, right, yeah. They you can't me. bring liquid at all. Like, you cannot bring any amount. Like, you can bring, like, a little bit, and you have to put it in, like, 11 plastic bags um, and have your receipt with you. Uh, so, Let yeah. alone 14 aerosol cans <laughs> under pressure. Yeah. Uh, maybe amazing. this is just a – maybe this is just a private – like the pri- like anyone listening to this who's flown private is just like these idiots. All of this shit is par for the course. Like yes, yes, sexy TSA. It's private jets, buddy. Like yeah, like oh, like maybe there's something we don't know. Um, well, I, I, I I doubt that because because what would they if they would let aerosol cans go? They 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 should be checking for things that are dangerous, right? Yeah, like what are you checking for at all? Right, like if like what would trigger alarm bells? And also the thing that I can't get over is I don't think you have boarding passes because what do you like if it's a private? No, jet- listen. Anything that I've learned from Entourage tells me that if E and Vince run into Kanye West and they're like, "Yo, Kanye, I'm trying to make it to Aspen," Kanye could be like, "Just hop on with me, guys," and it's fine. They didn't need a boarding pass. They didn't get TSA. They just hopped on Kanye's private jet. So either, uh, either its entourage isn't completely accurate, hmm. or it goes like it goes down like it happens in entourage, which is what I just described. I don't want li- I don't live in a world where entourage is inaccurate. Right. Exactly. Because if if so, if they do check uh, boarding passes at TSA for private planes. Like you can like I can go and buy a private jet and like buy air you know buy space in a hangar and yeah. just go to my jet whenever I want right and so like like what are they checking for there too like I could write a, yeah it's boarding, your fucking jet I can you're paying the pilot pass. yeah yeah I can write boarding, I can write pass, boarding on a piece boarding of paper. pass full yeah I can write boarding pass on drugs 
<laughs> and say, here they are. Here's my boarding pass pilot that I'm paying to fly my vehicle. And they'll say, yep, here it is. Great. Good joke. Uh, slammy. And that's because I'll ask my pilot to call me Slammy. Uh, don't ask what it means. Uh, and, and they'll be like, got those, got that luggage full of aerosol cans. <laughs> right. Yep. 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 <laughs> Just like you ordered. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, um, so is, yeah. would you spell anyway. slammy? Would you spell slammy with a Y or an I E? Slammy with an I E and written on the side of my airplane, please. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, t- totally <laughs> slammy. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about a different video. I think we've Austin. Let's talk about a really fun uh, video that I like uh, came across last night and got really, really excited by. Um, and that's Run and Run by Lyrical School. Uh, Adam, did you did you watch this video on an iPhone? I did watch this video on iPhone and I loved it. <laughs> It was great. Yeah, pretty great. Yeah, pretty, pretty great. So basically, um, the concept of this video is uh, it is a vertical video. And if you watch it in the Vimeo player, um, it will fill your the frame of your iPhone. Uh, so if you watch it like, in the Vimeo app or, or just go to the Vimeo link on your phone. If you do it on YouTube, I'm not just like pimping Vimeo because I work there. but Because if you watch this video on YouTube, it will not fill your phone. It will like – the image will be in the middle. And there'll be a black square around it, but the Vimeo player actually will will fill the space. And and basically, it just it looks like basically you're using your phone. Um, some of it you're like kind of filming the lyrical school girls, but otherwise you're kind of going through Twitter and going through uh, Instagram and and going through text messages and uploading a video to Vimeo and and playing it. And it's just like all of that stuff kind of happening within the phone. And it's really seamless and awesome. And like, even the like, um, way stuff loads and stuff, it's all just perfect. Um, uh, and then there's also a really interesting mix of practical and, um, VFX stuff going on. So it's at points they like break through Twitter in a way that they shouldn't and, and that kind of thing. It's, it's kind of difficult to explain, but like, it's definitely a video that you, you've got to watch on a phone. I mean, I'm sure it's great and fun on the internet uh, on a desktop too, but you gotta watch this thing on a phone. Yeah. This is one of those things where I was like, I can't believe somebody hasn't done this before. Cause it's so, it's such an interesting idea and so fun. So there is a variation. There is a kind of foundational version, um, like a video that is vertical and it, and is meant to be watched on a phone. Um, but it's basically just like a text conversation back and forth. Um, between two 16 year old kids who are breaking up it's like uh and it's not it's not a real it doesn't part of what makes this video so great for me is how true like it feels so much like your iphone that you're used to mm-hmm. to where like a lot of the text messages would pop up during the video and i would think i was getting text messages um yeah, the, they, they were insanely realistic, and I actually got yeah. like a Facebook notification while I was watching the video. And <laughs> you I just, thought it was the video, right? <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Whoa, Sean's in this video." <laughs> <laughs> and so the, this Harrison video from last year, it was like they made a new 
world. Like they made a new interface that still fits your phone and it still looks the same way, but it's not familiar. It's like kind of based on the iPhone, but it's not exactly it. And then additionally, it's, it's a pretty, to me, it's a pretty shallow story of just like two teenagers breaking up. Like they didn't put much depth there and, um, and there's not much going on besides the text message. Um, there's like a call and stuff, but like this, this phone, this video, um, run and run, goes through like five or six different apps and and does something fun and unique within each of those apps that that is like super fast paced super like it's got the energy of of, of a fun j-pop video um but it's just all your phone all over the place it's kind of got an element of that uh the shoes video by denticure last year i don't know if you remember it it was like a bunch of gifts on a computer screen oh yeah yeah for sure so very similar to that, um, except with the added element of when watching it on a phone, um, it's like uh, it like feels like it's your shit. Like if somebody were to looking over your shoulder while you're watching this video, they would think that it's your phone. And the other touch that I like about it is, uh, you know, this kind of stuff can change pretty regularly in terms of like user interface stuff, and. Um, so if you had like one of these that was for an iPhone, you know, two or three years ago, the whole interface has changed, so it would look really outdated. So a clever thing that they do is at the very beginning, you see a phone, right, and, and it sort of goes into it. It just happens to be the exact phone that I have the the white iPhone uh, six. Well, the, and um, so the uh, but in terms of the apps that are in this, mm-hmm. um, I can say that we just Vimeo just launched the new iOS app mm-hmm. um, like a couple of weeks ago, and they have the new iOS app in there. So I actually got to take this video over to like all the devs and designers and the the mobile app team who like worked on this app, and they were like were over the moon when they, when that oh, popped really? up. That's yeah, they were like, so, so they're so stoked because, and that's the thing, like it's the brand new, the brand new stuff. So it's super up to date, um, as well, which makes, makes it really interesting. But, um, I think they had, I think they probably did some tests or something because of the YouTube version, they upload to Vimeo also. And Vi- like I mentioned, watching it on Vimeo is like a better experience on a phone. So I wonder, and since it's so up to date, like, um, I wonder if it's a brand like a they it's based on those tests that they chose to have it be Vimeo. Anyway, uh like really really love this video. Did you did you have a part that you felt was um most surprising or or unexpected? Uh you're you're fading. You uh Oh, sorry. Um, did, did you have a, um, a moment in the, this video that you felt was like most surprising or, or just a favorite part? Yeah. So it, it sort of establishes that you're in the, you know, the interface of the phone and kind of plays within that, that rule for a while. And then really seamlessly, uh, they kind of break, you mentioned they break out of that when they're in the Twitter app. So they're in like a picture, a Twitter picture. And then, you know, that Twitter interface that had been, you know, a, a graphical interface turns into a, a drawing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the transition and the drawing are really seamless. So all of a sudden you're, you're looking at, you're holding your phone and you're looking at an interface that you're really familiar with. But then that interface is, is being manipulated in a really 
interesting way and it looks exactly like the twitter interface but it's like a very meticulously drawn drawing it's mm-hmm. one of the it was one of those moments where i was like whoa this is kind of messing with my head a little bit yeah uh, messing with your head a little bit yeah. yeah it's got that sense but the thing is it's so fun that you like all right mess with my head you guys are, <laughs> you guys are awesome but it does a little bit um what did you think of the um, when when they have the finger enter enter the screen a little bit that was also wait, did that happen? Yeah, there's a point where there's like a finger um uh w- like up until the Vimeo part hits. There there are a few shots where a finger enters frame and is and is like rec- you see it recording on the camera. Oh, oh, uh I think I I must have missed that. I was just so Oh wow. at everything. Great. Yeah. Great. Cuz yeah, that that's <laughs> the one that's the one moment that I would have preferred they done with, do without because I think they already established that the like the phone you're moving around within the phone and it's being engaged with somehow mm-hmm. um, the finger entering frame is something that I was a little less excited about but like I can't really knock this video like that's being picky because I really just I love it and like the, that moment like the hand drawn Twitter thing it feels like a music video moment you know what I mean like mm-hmm. it's like the type of unexpected kind of like practical moment that like um it just feels very very at home in a music video also when they do the facetime was was i mean obviously they they use the elements of from the uh iphone ui uh but it was incredibly realistic it looks exactly like facetime looks like yeah um and yeah, when you I I man, I still can't see the finger in here. I have to watch it again and figure it out. I guess it was just one of those things that that didn't distract me that much. But I can see how that would be like a kind of. It's like, when they're filming. It's when they're like filming in the phone. It's like if you go to like maybe two two twelve. Oh okay, I can see that. Yeah, that's unnecessary. Um, because in other times, there's a lot of like actual keyboard typing. And it does. Yeah, and it just kind of happens. Right, right. Uh, and it's interesting to see how Japanese language is on, you know, it's all Japanese, so how that's interpreted on the phone. Oh, yeah, right. It seems like it goes much quicker. Yeah, or or just like, you know, they have, they don't have like a Roman alphabet. They have, you know, uh, the hiragana and katakana, which the, I believe it's the hiragana that could be as like, you know, tons of different characters they don't just have like 26 they have different symbols for things so right right but even so like the conversations are like a f- one or two characters each per tech per tech. right right yeah because i think they you know they some of them are actual representations of it's been a long time since i took japanese but some of them are actual representations of things and some of them are full words so yeah it's interesting to see how how they commute uh, communicate because these people seem to be like like a group of 12 year old Japanese girls is, is the band we're talking about essentially all wearing basketball, yeah. basketball jerseys for some reason. They're probably older than 12, but they're like a, <laughs> it's a girl band. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. There was a great, uh, um, uh, radio lab about, uh, uh, K-pop girl and boy groups uh, a few weeks ago that, that I can't really remember anything about it but had a lot of interesting information about how that because you know to us in in america it just seems like oh there's a new uh you know girl group or or that pops up every once in a while we don't really pay attention but i'm i this group probably has legions of uh devoted fans that we don't even know about so well yeah it's it's interesting i actually don't know because um this video did not do very well on or did not perform nearly as well on 
YouTube, which tends to happen. It's doing very well on Vimeo. Um, but I'm not sure. And, and like I keep saying, Vimeo is the best way to watch this video. Uh, but, um, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I'm not familiar with this, this group at all, but, um, uh, this, this felt a little bit more like, a um, a really inventive video f for an up and coming ar artist more so than it felt like a big J pop or K pop video that always seems to just have endless resources. Right. Um, this felt a little bit more like being really, really resourceful and coming up with just a really fantastic idea. Um, but what, one thing that's unfortunate is I haven't been able to find any credit information for the, for the video, like any, any directors or anything listed. Um, which can sometimes happen with, with, I think K-pop and J-pop videos. Yeah. Or it'll be the same director for every video or something. And it's, right. it's crazy, but, um, but yeah, but it just, it's such an inventive, creative, fantastically executed video um and really 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 unique and so really excited about this one uh a plus a plus four stars a plus in lyrical school <laughs> uh so should we talk about i do coke next yeah by kill the noise and feed me uh directed by our bud brandon dermer who we talked about a few weeks ago for his role in the John LeJoie serious music video. Uh, and I believe that album is out now. Um, the John LeJoie usual comedy uh, musical person now releasing a totally uh, serious album, which is interesting and, and should be a fun ride there. But this is Brandon doing a video for Kill the Noise and Feed Me. Um, this video for, was... For all the, uh, and it's a, it's a little bit closer... Uh, to the what we expect um, out of Brandon, exactly. A little bit, a little bit more um, aligned with some of the, his previous work. So this is kind of like a don't do coke PSA. Uh, <laughs> when we do coke, it's we're talking about cocaine, um, or as uh, Nick Kroll would say on the Kroll Show, cocaine, which is my preferred way of pronouncing it. And I, so first of all, let me ask you a question though, because you are a, you know, you, you, you're, you live in New York, you live with some party people, you, you know, you party. Do, I've gone to parties. Yeah. You've gone to parties, uh, where they, um, you know, where you walk in and they say, Hey, uh, let's party. And they, mm -hmm. they open a bag of, of uh, cool ranch Doritos. Oh <laughs> uh, Yeah. <laughs> Right, which in my younger days I would have preferred, but these days I'd go for the regular nacho Doritos if given a choice. Really? Yeah. Interesting. If, if finger dust is not, a, is not a thing that I'm concerned about or something that I could address, then I'd go for nachos before Cool Ranch. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, I, you know what? I think there was, there was a time when I would have looked at anybody who made that choice like crazy, but we're getting older, Doug. Yeah. Um, every single get more tra you got to get them a little bit more traditional as you get older. Absolutely. Um, so my question to you is: Are people doing as much cocaine as this video seems to imply? <laughs> Not that I know of. <laughs> Not that I know of. No, <laughs> I think cocaine is. Um, uh, you know, I mean, everybody's got their thing, mm -hmm. but um, coke is almost like a punchline, and I, you know. Uh, if anyone has watched the our Kadal 180 video, um, 
that is my vape pen that I'm using in that video. So I, I've used um, punchline inebriates as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no judgment here, but I would say that Coke is kind of a punchline drug. I would say, like, if you do Coke, it's kind of a joke. So, uh, you should you should patent that because that, that that tagline because that could be yeah. a national campaign. Right. Uh, it, this video makes it seem like everybody is doing cocaine, and maybe they are. Maybe we're some. I'm I, I'm certainly not at the right parties. Um, parties I go to have babies at them. Um, <laughs> I, they, they happen in the middle of the day on Saturday. Uh, just exclusively babies. <laughs> yeah, just like yeah, babies, and they know how to party for sure. But this video features a uh, a guy kind of is like a main character played by. Uh, I thought I put some. Oh yeah, Tom Sandoval, mm-hmm. and. It is uh, so he's at a he goes into a party. Everybody's doing cocaine. He goes into the bathroom to do some cocaine, and he kind of has his vision of these cheerleaders, and all the cheerleaders like cocaine, and it's the the word on their cheerleading uniform is snort. Right. And then it kind of goes into this, uh, which was my high school mascot too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everybody. Everybody. So my Douglas High School home of the snort, <laughs> and. Uh, then it goes into this kind of dream sequence where he snorts massive amounts of cocaine off of a red carpet and there's a giant nose. And then um, at the end of the video, like it says, uh, oh, I thought it said, I, I thought it said don't do coke. Yeah, it says don't do coke at the very end. So mm-hmm. the message is clear that coke is not cool. Well, and also the lyrics are basically like, I do coke so I can work harder so I can do more coke. It's basically like, um, but it's also like kind of dance EDM music. So it's a little self-aware because coke's a party drug and EDM's party music. So this confused me a little bit. So this, yeah, the, that concept kind of reminded me of uh, Selfie by that that kind of novelty song from a few years ago. But the thing is, it's not glamorized, not really glamorized. None of what's going no. on in this video. I mean, it's funny and it's like great and the effects are really strong and the, it's a really fun kind of video to watch and, and funny and, and concept, but um, people have like bloody noses and like none <laughs> of this is, you know, none of this is very glamorous to me. No. It certainly is not a video that is glamorizing coke use. The uh, thing that, that I kind of was wondering about this is they the the lyrics, you know, like you mentioned, it's basically one lyric, and that's, um, I do coke to, so I could work longer to make more money to do more coke. Basically. And that that makes co- cocaine sound like kind of like an Adderall thing. Uh, right. I, I didn't know that it makes you do more work. I don't think it even necessarily. That. I don't think it necessarily does. Uh, I actually don't know, but I, it, I guess it does. They, I, they say that it's and it's an energizing drug. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an upper, that's for sure. That's what my dare officer said. Mm. It's one of it's a stimulant. Interesting. Uh, well, and so yeah, like you said, it's a it's a great music video uh, executed wise, and uh, I, it's it's really fun to see when Brandon when Brandon Dermer is like kind of given carte blanche to do really weird and interesting things <laughs> yeah and always delivers and it feels like this is one of those things where they they're like yeah go just do do something crazy and he did um, um brandon who also had a really really great 
um, Comedy Central video that he released this week um, that everyone should check out, or maybe late last week, called um, uh, The Glass Ceiling, A Game for Girls. It's just like a two-minute comedy show. Oh, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, so Brandon did that as well, and that's um, really funny and and really well-executed, too. We'll we'll include that in the show notes um, because, yeah, it's it's a fun one. You might have seen it. It is a viral one of those virals I keep hearing about. Um, one of those virals. And there's some, some cameos in this. Uh, if you look closely, you will see some of the staff of Anthem Films, including yeah. DJ Bronner. Um, Our boy. That's right. Has he been on this podcast? I don't think DJ's been on the podcast, no. Man, we should have DJ on the podcast. Uh, he ha- um, has been interviewed by us a bunch of times, though, and he, um, and we've done some behind the scenes on some of the videos he's directed and produced, but... Man, I can't believe he's never been on a podcast. DJ, why? Man. What are we doing? We could have gotten him at South by Southwest, so we had No, yeah, we did. We have we have hung out with him. I still have on my keychain my Anthem Films bottle opener. I have that at my desk, yeah. <laughs> it's um, great. Is yours green? Mine's green. Mine's green. Oh, I think I got the I think I got the the uh, metal colored one with the green logo on it. I actually so I have a stack of business cards from I, I never really throw out business cards because I don't get that many. But uh, I from South by well a bunch of well some of them are from our LA trip. I have uh, Greg Ephraim's uh, card from way back then, but I do oh. I. I do have a bunch of people's cards. Um, uh, I can't remember who's exactly, but I have a ton of them from South by Southwest. But it was Ephraim. It might, it might be, yeah, Greg Ephraim. Sorry, Greg, if you're, I'm, I'm, I'm very bad at people's last names sometimes. Right. So uh, we should talk about this uh, School by Q video. Yeah, let's get it in. I quoted it, so. <clears throat> That's right, yeah. So remind me of the quote that was in it. Uh, uh, my heart, uh, my heart's an igloo or something. Man, I closed rap genius already. <laughs> I think I think it's a heart. My heart is a igloo or something. Um, and yeah. This is for a video called Groovy Tony, and I I thought this video was was great. Doug, I noticed you didn't give it an IMDb pick. No, I like the video a lot. I felt like some of the elements in it though were weren't new. Uh, I think it's yeah. building on some stuff. Like it's it's really if this was, and and if 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 like if Schoolboy Q and ASAP Rocky weren't such good friends, it'd be one thing. But there's a moment in this video that um, is right at like right out of an ASAP Rocky video, but just in a different thing. There's a in the Dexter Navy ASAP Rocky LSD video. Uh, ASAP is kind of like rapping towards a mirror, and you see his like hands. And his reflection, um, and no camera, so it's like a very interesting camera trick. And this video does the same kind of thing, um, where Schoolboy Q is rapping into a reflection in a pool of water, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just the same thing. And, and I guess some some of the elements just didn't seem super super new. The faces also, and they're talking. He's talking about uh, what's the lyric about faces? Just. A, yeah, there's um, some there's some lyrics that that so that's pulled, yeah, but that's 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 inspired, but it's not, but it also feels a lot like that other shoes video from last year that Karim Hoodoo directed, um, if you recall, remember that video? It's like it's kind of like super layered. Um, it's got like a, a lot of nosebleed scenes and a lot of like scenes of people dancing with this same kind of 
um, like face with no facial expressions. There's a bunch of visual effects. There's like a scene of a girl kind of like laughing and screaming as she runs down a hall and then like her arm kind of starts to bubble over. Is this any of this video making any? Uh, I don't don't remember, but you send me a, send me a link and let's take a look. Yeah, the shoes for a submarine. Let me send you this guy. Check this oh, yeah, out. I got it here, yeah. Uh, you, recall, you recall this video? Oh, yes, I do, yes. So the, so the face elements also kind of, you know, some of that stuff just not to, not to say at all that um, it's a ripped off or anything like that. It just didn't feel new. Though that stuff, but there is some stuff in this video that I thought was really, really great and interesting. Particularly the scene where uh, it happens at like the one minute point, where uh, it looks like they're in just like this apartment, and Schoolboy Q is like rapping, and he's got some like buddies like watching TV there, and suddenly he like exits, and it, it's it it's revealed that they're they're in like a um, shipping container. Mm-hmm. Instead, and it was just like such an unexpected, like cool, kind of like dark and spooky reveal um, that it was just, I, I really loved that moment there. That, that moment felt very, very unique. And it was, it's such a great shot because you go from this really uh, like kind of claustrophobic room and then out of the shipping container and then school by Q, like in the shipping container yard, these shipping containers are stacked like four high. Right. And they're just really visually appealing. And it, it's, it's going from two really different environments, but there's, there's like a lot of kind of real, like gritty realism in yeah. the second environment. It's, yeah, it is a really, it's tough to describe, but a really striking shot. Um, and I actually am, uh, I never watched the wire, um, like in, in, when we were in college, um, the end of high school and in, and in college, but, uh, I'm catching up on it now. And the second season takes place, um, basically in, um, like these, uh, like shipyard in Baltimore. And like a lot of it, like there's like murders that take place cause there's like, um, stowaways and shipping containers that like get their air holes like covered up and stuff so like shipping containers are particularly spooky in my brain right now for some reason but it's also i'm pretty sure this is um this is a a v like this is some vfx here as well because if you look at the beginning of the um like the the beginning of that shot like there is a window and stuff in the place that they start with light coming through um yeah, but there's nothing really distinctive back there. I think that's all practical. And uh, mm, maybe you're right. I, no, you're probably that would be easier to do. I mean, I, yeah. Either way, it's really, really interesting. No, it is probably practical. It is probably practical to just set that up and to make it appear as if there's a light coming through. Because the floor never changes as well. So yeah. Um, there's no floor transition. Yeah, I think I think it is practical. Um, Gosh, that's such it's such a cool shot. Maybe I should maybe I should I need to be picked this. Uh, just for this, just for that shot alone. There it goes, it happened. Do you wanna IMV pick uh for the, the giant pile of bodies that Schoolboy Q looks at? Yeah, I mean, you know. Schoolboy Q is real. Yeah, he's real. He's uh he likes to murder people and sell drugs. I wish they didn't do the Dexter Navy thing. That's the that's the part that I'm. The face things it connects really, 
like too like really closely to the lyrics and it's not the exact same thing i wish they didn't do that that yeah, reflective thing how i mean I, is that i mean it's not a mirror it's a puddle and it's it's a, it's a, just a different angle. Yeah, yeah but it's this it, what makes it cool is the same thing right right what makes it cool is the same thing and like schoolboy q and asap are like you know best friends I feel like it's one thing that kind of fascinates me about these type of of uh, rappers is how they cultivate like an like an image based on certain article like things physical features about them because like if even at the beginning of this video you see like a quick like reflection in a car and you, it's immediately recognizable recognizable school by Q, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of weird because like the only thing that school by Q really is the, is distinctive about him besides like his physical face is the type of glasses he wears and the hat that he wears. Yeah. Those bucket hats, the bucket hats with the, with those kind of like round, um, lensed sunglasses that he wears all the mm-hmm. time. And it's, and you know, on one hand it's like, well, yeah, he just wears that all the time. And, and so I guess that's what he's known for, but he has to be in his mind thinking like, this is, his brand and I got to wear this shit all the time. Well, yeah. And he raps about it. You know, he raps specifically about bucket hats and stuff like that. I mean, it is definitely conscious and, and, and and intentional. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, uh, I can't, but are there other, like just in that, in the rap genre, that seems to be the only genre that really does that. Like, you know, like, uh, like Katy Perry doesn't have like, one thing that she's constantly wearing. I mean, she changes her look all the time. It's just interesting. Um, it's, a, it's a detour, but it's, it's kind of interesting to me that he's been so so successful at that. Yeah. No, totally. Totally. He's, I think, I like School IQ a lot. I think, you know, I think he's, he's also a really funny guy. Have you ever seen his Vine account? <laughs> yeah. It's well, pretty, it's, it's abandoned at this point, but uh, it's just like him and, him and Mac Miller being like stoned and like, just like, <laughs> Damn, heavy! Like just like the way they do. it's super funny. Like, uh, but real fun. And and there's all these vines of him. The best thing to do with an abandoned vine account is sort by popularity and just go and look at all their most popular vines. And there's one of Schoolboy Q wearing this big fake beard, uh, just going like going into public places, being like, "I'm not Schoolboy Q," and just, <laughs> just wearing this big ridiculous fake beard. It's so funny. Uh, but the thing is, he still wears the bucket hat and those sunglasses, so it's clearly him. <laughs> but uh, that's what made me think about it. Um, because his, his face is completely obscured. Like, from his nose to his chin is just fake beard. And then all you see is the bucket hat and those glasses. Like, no face. But it could, it could not be any more recognizably Schoolboy Q. So, uh, it's <laughs> that vine will be in the show notes. Schoolboy Q beard vine. Uh, Which is the title of this podcast too, Schoolboy Q Beard Vine. Well, I had I had Slammy in there. <laughs> Slammy's good too. Uh, Slammy's good too. I mean, you could either one, neither one. It's um, uh, I didn't know you can sort by uh, popularity in Vine now. Oh yeah, that's weird. Um, I go in Vine all the time. I didn't notice that. That's interesting. Oh yeah, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, I I well. I, Part of me wishes Vine would die so that nobody makes any more uh, Vine music videos, but part of me loves loves Vine so much. I mean, I spend a lot of time on Vine, and half the time I hate it, and the other half I like. I laugh so 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 hard <laughs> that I it keeps me coming back. 
there's some great stuff on there. You gotta, yeah. you gotta admit. Yeah. Um, stuff it? that in any other context I'd be so annoyed by, but <laughs> I'm fine. It's like whatever. So I think that uh, I think that you know, speaking of any other context, I mean, that's I think one of the contexts that we could be in is done with this podcast. Whoa, that's a seg- that's a segue right there. Oh man, yeah, I think you know, in terms of the podcast game, Doug, I feel like that us two we're the best at the segues. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we we're killing it on the segway game. Hundred um, percent. And if you don't agree, send us an email to uh, Doug at imvdb dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, heavily, heavily checked email account. Heavily checked. Uh, do you check your? You, I check my email. Um, I get a lot of automated emails though, which is tough uh, to yeah. sort of. I check. I check it a lot, but I also have a lot of unreads. That's right. Yeah. My unread numbers are are getting pretty astronomical. Yeah, it's a problem. Um, that's so. That's the that's the humble brag, extraordinaire <laughs> right there. It's like, oh my god, yeah. uh, so many unread emails. So many people want to talk to me and offer me discounts on jeans. I don't know. You getting a lot of jean discounts? I'd like. Can you share some of those? I would love that. That'd be great. Yeah, it's exclusive. It's just denim in general. So sometimes mm-hmm. it's jeans. Other times, kind of like jean jackets. Maybe even maybe even an overall if you're lucky. Ooh. No, that's it. Takes a lot of denim. That's more expensive. A lot of denim going into an overall. Um, so we'll see you guys. Especially next. my. <laughs> Sorry, no, 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 you know, you go. You I was go. just gonna say, particularly the my overalls. I just I like to get them really full form. Yeah, you know, <laughs> denim out. Show like shoulder shoulders fully covered in denim. Is there such thing as a, as a skinny jean denim overall? <laughs> And there's another candidate for the podcast title. Uh, so to see what ti- what title we chose for this, if you don't know already, go to imbdb.com slash podcasts. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, all the social medias. And, and that's where we'll, we'll find you if you're looking for us. Um, yep. and, and we'll see you next week.